Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Cutting the Chicane. Um, I'm gonna be talking to you guys all stuff Formula One. All stuff. It could be anything from Carlando to, I don't know, Carlos's chilies in his back garden. Does Carlos have chilies in his back garden? I bet he does. Carlos, if you're listening, please water your chilies, it's boiling outside. Um, we could be talking about reviews, races, I mean, Azerbaijan on the 6th. What a race, guys. What a race. Um, if you want to check out some more of this information, you can head to my webpage, which is mlwilford.wixsite.com forward slash cutting the chicane. Wix being spelt W-I-X. We do not want to be confused with Wix, the... Is it, I think it's a building company? Is it a building company? I think it's a building company. We are not a building company, guys. We are an awesome podcast for Formula One. So please, sit back, stay tuned. Um, also, guys, you can actually go follow my Twitter as well. Thinking about it now, I might tell you this now. Um, my Twitter and my Instagram, they are the same um, name. So it's underscore cutting the chicane underscore. Super inventive, I know. Um, but yeah, go check it out. I post regularly on there, uh, giving you updates on stuff and um, telling you what's going on. Um, but yeah, let's get on with it. Um, the race on Azerbaijan. What a race, guys. Like, I I know, is it Imola last year was good? Um, that was good. I've never seen a race like, because I only started watching Formula One, what, 2020 season? I know that's probably really terrible of me saying that. Um, but yeah, I started watching it 2020 season and I loved it. Still love it. Um, but yeah, to Azerbaijan, Baku was an insane race. But then Baku always is. It's unpredictable because of all the high speed, like speed traps and the different kind of. If, if you make one mistake on that track, then it's gonna bite you because it is it's a dangerous track. Um, but yeah, Perez, first place. Well done to him. And Vettel as well. Vettel, second. I mean, that Aston Martin is finally putting it to good use after the terrible, terrible start to the season in it. Maybe he just wasn't used to it. I don't know. But yeah, well done to him. Congratulations to him. Um, Verstappen. Wow. And and I guess Hamilton as well. Hamilton didn't do so good. But Verstappen though was absolutely gutted gutted. You could see him kicking his tires, kicking his rubber in the middle of the track because of how upset he was. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was big change, big moment in that race I think. Especially Hamilton going off at the last minute. That that changed everything I think because that's even put the Haas up in 13th and 14th which is unheard of. They usually Their limit is usually at 16. So I, I'm, I'm happy for them but I don't think they should get too worked up because I think it was just the race. The unpredictability of it kind of pushed them up. Um, I mean, I only watched it yesterday. I think that was my microphone. I just pulled the wire. I am so sorry if you heard that. But yeah, I only watched it yesterday. I know, that sounds terrible. Terrible. But uh, I've been working, so I haven't had time. But I watched it yesterday and I was blown away, especially the end. The end was amazing. Um, but yeah, the start was 
wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Like everyone on, on social media was like building it up, like oh my god, the beginning is going to be so amazing. It's, it's going to be loads of crashes and stuff like that. And there wasn't. Like everybody got away cleanly. Norris not so much. Norris got a little bit, and Gasly. Gasly got a little bit of a slow start at the beginning. Um, but other than that, round the corners, round the 90 degree corners at the beginning, it was it was all good. Um, but then Ocon, obviously Ocon broke down. I can't remember what happened to him actually. What happened to Ocon? Somebody tweet, twit, twit me? Somebody twit me on Twitter. <laughs> That's going to be my new catchphrase now at the end. Twit me on Twitter, guys. Um, what you th what happened to Ocon, because my memory is terrible now. Um, was it like a, was it an engine failure or something like that, wasn't it? I didn't see any crashes with him. I think he just kind of slowed down, didn't he? Something like that. Poor Ocon. Not even, like, a quarter of the way into the race, was it? And he just broke down. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's the Alpine. You saw my article on, uh, if you go to my website, you see my article on Alonso and his return to Formula 1 and how I do criticise the Alpine. Maybe not heavily, but I do criticise it because it is a very, very dysfunctional car. Maybe not as dysfunctional as Haas. But it's certainly not in the kind of top areas, you know, Mercedes, Red Bull, McLaren, maybe even AlphaTauri. AlphaTauri is doing very well. Um, but yeah, the Alpine isn't the greatest car. It's kind of middle to background ground over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good race. I was sat watching it and I had my snacks and I had my drink and everything. Jink? I had my drink, guys. Um, but yeah, and I was sad there, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is such a good race. And then I got a message from my friend, who'd already seen it, and he was like, oh my god, that's such an amazing race, why haven't you watched it yet? And, and I'm like, I'm literally sat here watching it, but yeah, it did surprise me. There was a lot of kind of turns and twists in the kind of way that it was laid out. But yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm trying to think, I've got my notes in here in front of me but uh, I'm trying to <laughs> correlate them all together. Um, excuse, I can't My brain is gone now. Um, Stroll and Verstappen, those crashes, virtually the same. That is, th the fact that tires, tire wear on that was unacceptable for such a high level racing. They should have been on that. Like, especially Stroll. Stroll didn't pit and he should have. Especially in that heat as well, you can tell that it was hot in Baku. He should have pitted. Because everybody else did. He was, t I think he was testing it. He was tempting fate too much with that. Um, but yeah, that crash, when I saw it, I was like, whoa. I hope he's okay. <laughs> it was the radio that uh, got me and made me chuckle a little bit. He was like, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I don't know if anyone's seen the Channel 4 highlights. Rather than watching out on the Sky version, the Channel 4 highlights. <laughs> his radio to his engineer was class. At the end, he just suddenly went, I have a puncture. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I think you have a bit more than a puncture. <laughs> but yeah, that, his crash did. Yeah, it was a surprise. Verstappen's was even more of a surprise. Because I thought he was going to win. But then, Baku is Baku. Nobody ever wins who's in first place or second place. 
So, but yeah, Verstappen, you need to work on your anger issues. I say this, and Sonoda, his radio to his engineers, they're telling him what to do, and he just tells them to shut up. Like, Sonoda, if you're listening, <laughs> you need to work on your anger issues, mate. <laughs> I mean, Formula One, you're not in, you're not in baby school now. You're in, you're in with the big boys. You need to work on that. But having said that, Sonoda is doing an insane job this year. Apart from his slip down in, I think it was Spain. It was Spain, I think, where he didn't finish. But other than that, he's been he's been doing good. Um, <laughs> which is funny because you can barely see over the dashboard. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, he is doing very very good. Seventh, yeah, oh not yesterday, seventh on Sunday, which is very good for a rookie. Very good actually. I'm pretty sure the last time I saw a rookie come seventh that I was actually looking for research on was actually Alonso for my article. And I think he came like seventh, eighth, eleventh most of the time. So Sonoda could be our new Alonso. Possibly, maybe, I dunno. But yeah, he did very, very well yesterday. Especially that battle between um Norris and Sonoda at the end. Wow. Those two were like cats fighting over a piece of fish. Like one was going in front of the other, then the other one was overtaking, then they were overtaking again. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall it was such a good race. I, I am ecstatic for the next one. But um, yeah, and poor Leclerc. Poor Leclerc. Like, pole position, and he slipped down to fourth, fighting with Gasly at the end. That was a big moment for him, but he just didn't quite clip it properly. Yeah. But he's he's still in fourth, which is still good. The Ferraris were down putting their progress, especially from um which race was it? Oh my gosh. Which let me look at this. I got the thing on my screen. Which race was last? Was it Monaco. Monaco that was it, Monaco. And how did I forget that? Such a big race. Um, but yeah, Monaco, they didn't do particularly well. Especially with um, Leclerc's crash and qualifying. Um, but yeah, he, he, he has made the team. He's risen the team up. Especially with Sainz and Ainth as well. But yeah, he did very well. I'm, I'm proud of him. I know my friend is absolutely in love with him. So she'll be happy. Um... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, Perez, come on, like, what a win for him, for the first win of the season, um, second win overall, I think, I might be wrong, feel free to twit me that, um, but yeah, I, he, he was absolutely elated, and I don't blame him, because the Mercedes and the, um, and the Verstappen usually keep dominating the grid, so it's nice to see some fresh faces at the beginning and at the front of the grid and on the podium. Especially Vettel and Gasly, they deserve it. Um, Alonso, I'm actually surprised by. I knew he'd pull something out of the bag. Because I knew what would happen is I'd heavily criticise his driving skills. And then he'd pulse a good, a good one out of the bag. Clearly, <laughs> clearly somewhere somebody's uh, listening to this and telling him, mate, 
This, this girl cutting the chicane, Emma, Emma Wilford, is uh, criticizing you. You need to uh, pick up the pace bit. But yeah, I'm I'm happy for everyone with their places because they did mix it up a bit, which was good. Because the races last year were a bit samey samey, other than Imola and maybe Mugello. Um, and uh, Austria, maybe you could say, because Norris got his first podium in Austria last year. But other than that, the races have been very, very samey samey, like Verstappen, Bottas, Hamilton, or Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen, that kind of thing. But this race was good because it showed that the good ones, they don't always win. And that's good because it gives everyone else a chance. <laughs> Hamilton retire so you can give everyone else a chance um, Sad for Russell though. There wasn't much on Russell in the Channel 4 highlights version You just kind of saw him going into the pits and then you never saw him again <laughs> So because I thought Russell had come back out, but clearly not because they said he had an issue It looked like he had an issue and I saw him going to the pit entrance But then he just disappeared like a genie but yeah, sorry for him. I mean, 17th, sh he should be comfortable with that, because that's usually where the Williams sit anyway. So it's not like he's lost anything or gained anything. Um, Latifi, did he get a penalty? I hope he did, because he didn't come in on the red flag properly, because if you remember... Um, there, there we go, I've just read it. Latifi received a 10 second stop and go penalty, converted to a 30 second time penalty for failing to enter the pit lane. So he did get a penalty, because I was going to say, because Norris got one. So it would have been very, very unfair if Latifi hadn't, because that red flag means get in the pit lane now, because otherwise it's a danger, essentially. But I'm, I'm happy they gave him that penalty, actually. Because I do like Norris. Norris is one of my favourite drivers. Not because he is good looking. Because he is. I admit he is. But his driving has excelled over the last year. Definitely has. So I'm not like a typical fangirl. Where they're like fangirling over how cool he looks. It's his driving that draws me to him. Um, because he has been getting so much better. And I think his links with Quadrant as well, his um, Team Quadrant thing that he's been doing, I think it's like Twitch and YouTube that he's been going on. I think he even went to a racetrack with his mate Steve Brown, Steve Alvarez Brown at one point, and they just do loads of videos. I think that's increased his popularity, so he's definitely become a more popular driver over the last year. Um, but you can tell he is working hard, and I am proud of him for that. Um, Raikkonen, 10th. My boy, come on. Well done. Everybody give him a round of applause. Um, I mean, 41 is a big age in Formula 1, guys. 41. Like, maybe there's a cut-off point? I don't know. I'll have to research that. 45, 50, maybe? Ragnar, your time's coming to an end soon. Guy, if, if that that's true. Um, but yeah, he he did do very well with his Alfa Romeo and his teammate Giovinazzi is right behind him in 11th, I think? Yeah, 11th. Um, but yeah, the grid, this, the, the grid and the finishing places, the driver standings are very good and I'm very, very proud of all of them, especially the Haas. The Haas, 
Their car is, everyone just say it, their car is the worst on the grid. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. Like, I know their funding is low, and I know that's not their fault, but yeah, I'm, I'm proud of, especially Schumacher. Schumacher is trying to carry a big legacy, like a huge, huge legacy, and he's doing very well maintaining that. Um, he's not kind of boasting about it or like I don't know do you know what I'm trying to say like he's not breaking down or anything he's maintaining his his cool he should be Reikman's partner in crime <laughs> um, but yeah I'm sure Hamilton is absolutely gutted but for Hamilton fans I'm just gonna say he deserves this <laughs> because, well maybe not deserves but his, it's, it's been awaited, long awaited this has, because he's dominated the rest of the season. I think everyone's been waiting for the Mercedes to fail. Um, I mean, even Bottas has beaten him in this race, because Hamilton used his magic button too much at the last minute. And he, he took all of his brakes off of his back wheels, which meant he had no grip whatsoever on his back wheels to kind of slow the car down and go around the corner, which meant that's why he shot off into the runoff bit. Um, but yeah, I I mean, I'm not necessarily happy that he's got 15th, but I'm definitely relieved that some other drivers have managed to get their turn on the podium, especially Vettel. Vettel deserves it so much. He's worked so hard. Um, his Ferrari, like last two years, maybe no, last year, last year, was poor, really poor, and he deserves his time to shine because he's just he works so hard to to get up where he wants to be. But yeah, I mean, what can I say other than? the really really cool factors that happen in the races and all of the crashes and stuff I don't know why I love Formula 1 I mean it's just very I'm very drawn to it do you know what I mean like I'm, I'm a moth to a flame with Formula 1 like I mean I have a lot of work going on I have to edit all my podcasts and write all my webpage stuff so I don't have time to necessarily watch the race on the day plus I don't have Sky either Unfortunately, my family doesn't have Sky, so I do have to watch the, just the highlights, which is a bit annoying, but what can you do? Um, but yeah, Formula 1 is amazing. I recommend anybody who hasn't seen the race, please go watch it, because it is amazing. Um, but yeah, I might leave it there for now, guys. Um, maybe might do a slightly longer one next time. I'll have to think about it, because this is my first podcast. Season 1, episode 1, guys. Pilot. Um, so yeah, I'll see how it goes. Um, hopefully, we will have some more content coming up soon. Um, so I might not always do a review of the race on my webpage. I might just put it on my podcast. Um, and I might do some articles from my podcast on my webpage or my webpage onto my podcast it depends how I'm feeling what content there is out there because obviously sometimes there's like a two three week gap between races so I might not have lots of content going on but hopefully I will have enough to keep you guys interested 
Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Remember to twit me on my Twitter, um, underscore cutting the chicane underscore, and my webpage, mlwilfred.wixsite.com forward slash cutting the chicane. Bye, guys.